And welcome to the Married AF Podcast, episode number 13. Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. My name is Matthew Powers. My beautiful wife, Monica, is the genius and co-host of this amazing podcast. You're trying to get brownie points again, aren't Every you? Every single day, if I'm po- if it's possible. Absolutely. You're doing a good job. I know I am. I know I am. So <laughs> we are recording this on a midweek, Wednesday night, late night, recording, middle of the week. That's that's uncommon for us. Very. Because we got a busy, busy, crazy, crazy week coming up for us. Crazy weekend coming up for us that just will not allow us to record like we typically would on a Saturday or a Sunday. I don't know that I'll get any sleep this weekend. Probably not. No, you're, like you're, literally. You're incredibly busy this weekend. <laughs> we got a whole lot going on. We got uh, get-togethers and birthday parties and events and basketball games and basketball practice. And we just got a whole lot going on. But uh, yeah, recording, uh, you know, night, midnight, not midnight, but midweek <laughs> late at night. <laughs> but the crazy thing Wait, is... Wait, Powers, it is 8.07 late night. It's late enough. Um, <laughs> but people will listen Paul to this Paul. on Monday... So they will hear this in the future. So a lot could happen between now and Monday mm. that we aren't even touching on. I mean, you know, an asteroid could hit part of the Earth or something crazy like that. Yeah, and then they'd never really hear it. Aliens could show up. They'd definitely never hear it. Just saying, a lot of things could happen between now and Monday. And people would listen <laughs> to this and be like, what is their problem? Why didn't they talk about that? Do they not know that? Blah, blah, blah is happening right now. I'm more than likely going to say no. No. No, probably not. <laughs> because I would not know that there's another crazy pandemic right now with everyone testing positive. Everyone. With COVID. Know, it seems has tested positive. Because I, once again. I don't watch the news. I don't troll social media. That's not something I have to fast. <laughs> no, you're, you do pretty good with that. So Yeah. But we're here. Episode 13 is is uh, going to be a good one because last week we talked about change and the importance of change, how difficult change can be. So in order to actually change, if you take a, a look at your relationship and see where it is, if you want to make changes in it, we got to talk about your priorities because I think that is the number one thing that you actually have to change if you're going to make a true life change. Yes. Like I said at the last podcast yes actions speak louder than words that's the saying but create corrective actions speak louder than words so these are the ways and they should be laws honestly to get to that change that you need these are the they're not bylaws <laughs> No. These are these are the actual things that need to change in your life. They are the necessary the steps good that you change. must take in order to to make the changes that you want. It's about just getting your priorities together, getting them in order, and I think keeping them in order because for a very short time, a lot of the times we can make the corrections, but it's so easy to slip back into our old ways and our old habits and not make a true definitive life-changing change we're all one step from stupid powers always one step from stupid. <laughs> so just to kind of kick it off and, and and start you know at the baseline which we've mentioned many times before we mentioned it in the last last episode uh, as well but the base foundation for your life for your relationship for your marriage for really any any friendship or anything that you have the the base and foundation has to be your relationship with god mm-hmm. you have to think about it like it's a house yes what no matter what kind of house you've built the foundation of that house is solid. Mm-hmm. It's not going anywhere. No, it, it, it's there's nothing that come can come through and just destroy that concrete foundation. Yeah, well, and Jesus even explains that in the Gospels. You know, Jesus talks about if someone were to build a house, if you build it on a rock, mm-hmm. then when the storms come, it's still going to be standing. But if you build it on sand, sand. when the storms come, it's just going to wash away. It's going to wash away. And in our life, we have storms that come our way daily. Some mm-hmm. are small, minor storms, which we don't even consider storms. And some are big, life altering situations that can happen. They're huge storms. And if your foundation is not rock solid, your house will come crashing down. Your life will come crashing down. Your marriage, your job, whatever it looks like, it'll come crashing down if you don't have that, that firm foundation. Mm hmm. So and 
I don't know what else. I mean, it's pretty simple, people. Well, it's it's simple. Tell your friends. <laughs> it, it, it is. It's very simple, uh, but it's very very difficult to do. Yeah, I think it yeah. is really hard to separate. And my my theory is the reason why it is the hardest thing to do is because. All right, give an example. Adam, the first man, was made from dirt, right? Yep. Okay. What people can't understand is. We are to be from the earth, not of the earth. Is that the right saying? Of yeah. the earth, not yeah, from. Yeah, well, we're from this world, but not be of, of this, this world. world As in, we're not molding ourselves to all of the crazy cultural things. Yes. I hope I'm never considered a cultural Christian. Yeah, it's kind of an ugly world. I don't want to say an ugly world, but it's it's just we it's a misconception. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's it's taking well, the ideas of Christianity and of Jesus of the Bible and let's let's pick the bits and pieces that work best for me and I'll apply those to my life, but all this stuff that may make me uncomfortable or that I don't understand or that I don't like or that someone else in my life doesn't like and they don't mm-hmm. understand it. Well, I'm going to pretend that part doesn't exist and not live by that standard. Yeah, it's like watching your favorite movie. Now, for you, yours is Dumb and Dumber, and I can't stand watching that movie with you strictly because you will say every line before the actual line. Yes, that is true. It's just so frustrating. Dumb and Dumber is such a great movie. Good day, mate. Let's put another <laughs> shrimp on the barbie. Let's not. <laughs> We could just you know skip this entire episode and let's just walk through Dumb and Dumber. How about Harry we get back to Lloyd. that foundation? This is why I was trying to. Now Harry and Lloyd's foundation was pretty jacked up, <laughs> and they definitely didn't have their their priorities in, in order. <laughs> so oh God, had Harry, off on a had wild Harry and Lloyd had their priorities in order, their maybe... pet heads would not have fallen off. <laughs> They would have have sold it to Billy and Forcey. Harry, I took took care of it. it. See, this is my (laughs) cue. I shouldn't have not done this. But think about it like this. Most of the time, we're not going to use... We're going to watch our favorite movies over and over and over. And if you're a devout and highly devoted Christian, you're going to stay in the Word. Yeah. And if you are that far into it and you love it and you know that it's true, you're going to continue to live by it. Yes. Now with you, this is your favorite movie. You know all the words. I know all the words. Now, taking it back to the cultural Christianity type of thing, we have movies that we like a lot. Yeah. We We like a lot of movies. Well, well, most we're we're big comedy people. Absolutely. So if there is a movie, there's a lot of movies that we quote from. Mm Mm-hmm. But we can typically go back anytime, watch those movies, and pick something new up. We forget something and we're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. That's hilarious. Yes. But you're still just going to pick and choose those funny quotes and use them at some point, like dodgeball for us. You are correct. (laughs) You can dodge a wrench. You can dodge a ball. Yes. Is that necessary? (laughs) Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? Probably not. No, but I do it anyways because it's sterile and I like the taste. Boy, we've gone <laughs> off the rails. But see, this, th- that is what I'm talking about. That's what cultural Christians are doing. They're taking bits and pieces from the Bible that they want to live by. They're taking their favorite quotes and favorite stories and mm-hmm. favorite situations from the Bible and oh, that's how I'm going to live. Those it doesn't over, matter. Over. And that that is why it is important to that's a halfway Christian con- constantly be in in the Bible and in the Word. Because you, just like you said with the movies, you're going to pick up something new or you're going to listen to this story and be like, huh, I didn't never know thought of it that way. Right. And that just kind of goes back to the whole idea of we, we read the Bible so God can read us. Because mm-hmm. he'll read us and he, you'll have those moments. So I've never thought of it th- that way. I never and understood every- it in this manner based off whatever kind of season in your life you're in. Different things yeah. are gonna pop out. Like too. so if you watch it during a very happy moment, you'll catch the good stuff. And if you're in a very depressed season, you're gonna catch all the negative stuff. Right. 
And if you're an in-between, it's going to be a very emotional movie for you. <laughs> yes. You know? You never know. I'm like, oh my God, why am I a baby right now? I don't cry. I'm glad we're not in public. You know? Yeah. That's how you are with Coco. Coco is <laughs> Coco's sad. Mm-hmm. Coco will bring a tear to your eye. This is why if Powers her, is Co- all about me- guys. It is okay to cry. Don't listen to culture. If you don't shed a tear to <laughs> Coco, you don't have a soul. That's true. I mean, it's a that sad. It's such a good movie, though. I cry when I'm by myself and watch it. It's such a great movie. I'm a Disney okay. nerd. It's, it's okay. okay to do that. It's okay. So, kind of getting back on topic, I guess, but, yes, away, but, away from the movies. Um, <laughs> but th- I was using that as an example, Matthew. It's a perfect example, actually, because it it just it shows the importance. Because we go back to the same movies over. I've watched mm-hmm. Dumb and Dumber. In reality, I've seen Dumb and Dumber over 250 times. Easy. Probably. Probably even way more probably than that. Closer to 500. I'm times. going seen it closer to five. So many times. And I'll continue to watch it anytime it's on or I see that it's on. I'll go in and watch it. And there's plenty of movies like that. <laughs> and it's just kind of getting back to the Bible. It's why this is the, I guess, the fifth year I've done Bible in a year. And there are times where it's like, oh my gosh, are we serious right can now? You we move that to speed too, so yes, we get through can this. I, can I just get through <laughs> this as fast as possible? Um, but this year, I have brought in some of my bros that are in it with me, and it's just it has that accountability of, hey, we're going to get through this, and we're going to get through this all together because it's so <laughs> important for us to be in the Word every single day, to be able to pick up on those things, to truly. I guess really keep us accountable for God being the foundation of our life. So whenever you look at your marriage and you look at at your relationships, it's got to be centered around something. So what's your marriage centered around? Is it centered around the word or centered around God? Or is it centered around something else? Is it centered around football? Cause you know, that's kind of just ended for, for college football fans and, and people in the South are, obsessed with it except Monica except Monica she could care less or is it centered around music or is it centered around shopping or is it centered around this or you know it could be centered around a whole lot of things so what is your marriage centered around I think that's a good question to ask Mm -hmm. yourself and ask your spouse is what does that look like because in a Christ-centered marriage where the foundation is biblical looking at your marriage it's not between just two it's not between husband and wife. Right. It's between it's husband, wife, and God. Yeah, it's a tripod. And all three pieces have to be working for it to operate One correctly. leg cannot be shorter than the other. No, and if you kick one leg out, it's going to come crumbling down. Whether mm-hmm. that's the husband, the wife, or if you kick God out of your marriage, it's going to come crumbling down. So if you're if you're struggling in that and your marriage is struggling you may want to take a look at your relationship with Jesus just to see how that looks. Is that struggling as well? Have you been praying? Are you worshiping? Are you serving? Are you getting involved in small groups? Are you in community? Are you, are you in the word? Are you, you know, what are you doing to, to help that relationship? Because I know for you and I, if we go two, three days without speaking to each other, that's a problem. Yeah. That's a huge problem. If I don't hear from you in like two hours, there's the problem. In any relationship. (laughs) Not that I'm. Well, I know, but. We're just, but that. We communicate constantly throughout the day. All the time. But that's the way we want it. In any relationship, if you go days without speaking, that's a problem. I couldn't imagine. If if uh, you do that and your children, if you have children and they see that, they're going to think that's okay. They are. Actually, your saw, children are a reflection of you. I saw something today that said, and I loved it. It said the greatest gift that you could ever give your children is a healthy marriage mm-hmm. because they're going to see that and say, oh, that's what it's supposed to be. Like. Their daughter, you have a daughter. They're going to see, she's going to see how a man is supposed to treat a woman. Yes. You have a son. He's going to see how a wife is supposed to treat her husband. Yes. And in reality, they're also going to see good parents yes because if you have a god if you have god as the foundation which is love yes there's nothing that should stop them from seeing love in you you're right which brings us to the next the next the next priority number two after 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 god God. after that is the priority the second one it's your spouse and it's Mm -hmm. always going to be your spouse 
Um, it, it's, it's should never not be your spouse. And I think that a lot of the times we get, we get it mixed up because we have so many other things that are going on in our lives, especially when kids come, come into play. And we'll, we'll get to that here shortly. Kids oftentimes will take the place of the spouse. Ugh. So, so often we talked about this. I hate seeing the, that the, the last episode. Someone's that, relationship too. You know, it's like heartbreaking. We, we have two kids and they do, you know, they've done, we've had our daughters done dance and gymnastics and now basketball. And we've had pageants, and, and, pageants and we've had all this different stuff, but you see so many marriages and so many couples where you take one kid and you're off to do this, this, and this. And, and I take the other kid to do this, this, and this. And you never spend any time together, not just as a couple, but as a family, because we're too busy investing all of our time and all of our energy in our kids, which we should invest time and energy in them. But what does that exactly look like? Well, for us, we we know we've said this before. People think we're crazy because we're not going to let a Sunday be skipped from church because of an eight-year-old baseball game. Nine now, but nine, yes. same no. difference. But yeah, I mean, travel baseballs. I mean, it's the way everyone goes. It's this great competition. And I, I understand that we'll probably get to yeah. it at that point. And as, as more Maybe. of our, our friends have gotten into travel baseball with their, with their kids. Um, you know, we've been approached several times about it and I'm here for it. Because tournaments are fun. The games mm-hmm. are fun. Less practices, more games. It, it's great. I'm all about baseball. Let's but, do it. Uh, my, my one question is, well, when are the games? Mm-hmm. Oh, sometimes Friday, Saturday, sometimes all day Saturday, sometimes all weekend, sometimes Saturday, Sunday. And that that's my non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. I'll tell everyone, I said, well, Sunday is non-negotiable for us. We're out on Sunday where, you know, we're at church till, till lunchtime or so. We sometimes have things to do after mm-hmm. that is way more, that's way higher on the priority list than baseball as much as we love baseball yep. and our son loves baseball. And what I love is he, he understands that too. Yeah. I mean, even given the choice, he, well, yeah, he, we gave him the choice. He said, he said, I, I don't want to miss going to church. And I'm, I'm very proud that we've instilled that. Yeah. In him that he sees that this is higher up on the on the priority list. Baseball's not forever. No. And whatever our daughter is into at that moment is not forever. She's done all of it. I mean, she just she wants to dab in a little bit of everything. A little just, bit of everything. She, ah, she I did that one. She's just like her mother. <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna do this. All right, I completed that, got it where I wanted to. I'm done with it. Time to move on to the next next thing. career. Next what do thing I we're, do now? we're gonna we're gonna see what it looks like. But <laughs> yes, but even when we go on vacations, we schedule around Sundays. Yeah, we're we're rarely gonna miss a Sunday unless we. Well, and if something happens, like even when we went to Boston this summer, we made it a point. Okay, well, we're gonna be gone on a Sunday. Yep. We got tickets to the game. Yes. But guess what? We got time to go to church. We made we made it a priority. It was mm-hmm. it was yeah we had to. We went to church. And we didn't awesome. have we didn't have to. No, we did not have to, but we wanted to. Oh, we badly wanted to. We well, we made it where we we have to. We we because it 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 doesn't feel right if we're not. We don't feel fulfilled if if we're not able to get that. I don't feel. I don't feel like I've gone to church if I haven't served. You're exactly right. And I know some people get burned out because of that. And it it can happen. It can it can get there, but you also have to know when to say no because that time with your spouse is extremely important now no no free publicity or anything but you got a great book that talks about that don't you <laughs> if i think it's someone you're thinking about yes my wife let me let book. me do a sookie stack house right now and read your mind read my bra- because mind. i said that on the last one nobody can read your mind to communicate <laughs> you know what book i'm talking about uh yeah i'm pretty sure because I bought it in, uh, I want to say it was 2016, 15 or 16. Maybe so. So I was out of town <laughs> for, for work and I was in uh, I was in a hotel room in Chicago about <laughs> to fly back the next day. And I get a notification on my phone from Amazon that... Uh, Our accounts are no longer linked, by the way. That, <laughs> shocker. Um, it's another, another episode for another time. <laughs> But I'm in Chicago and I get this email of a notification from Amazon that, hey, your order has been placed and is is going to ship and it's a book. 
And the book says, Choosing to Cheat. <laughs> and here I am out of town. I've been out of town all week long and uh, getting ready to fly home the, ne- the next morning. And I see that and I'm thinking, what in the world? I didn't even get a text message. I got nothing. Out. I got a phone call. Um, baby, is there something we need to talk about? <laughs> I just wasn't expecting. I had no idea at this moment that that had... It never crossed my mind that our email, it went to our email account. Well, it did. It did. And you're like, baby, is there something, is there something going on? Is there something we need to talk about? Um, no. I mean, just, just put yourself in my shoes. Trying to put the kids to bed. Choosing to (laughs) cheat. But the book was ultimately, if I would have just read the description, I would have known this. Uh Hold on. I have it right here on my desk. I see choosing to cheat and I'm thinking, Oh my goodness, what in the world is going on? <laughs> but choosing to cheat. It continues to say, this is by John Maxwell, if anybody's interested. Um, who wins when family and work collide? Yeah. <clears throat> and <laughs> but the whole idea was deciding <laughs> when, ultimately, how to say no, that it's important to say no. Oh, I'm sorry. That was not John Maxwell. That was, he does the foreword. It's by Andy Stanley. Andy Stanley, choosing (laughs) to cheat. Mm -hmm. It's really good. And the funniest thing about this whole book, I don't know what our daughter loved about this book so much. I guess she saw me with it and read it after I was done. This was her book. She loved that book. She, she took this it book everywhere. everywhere. And it was like, even if we had to go somewhere, she didn't know how to read. She was like, Two, three years old. Yeah. So she <laughs> didn't matter. She took it everywhere and she pretended to be mommy, honestly. It was really cute. That's what it was all about. But when you take the book Choosing to Cheat in public at a restaurant, you get some funny looks. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Especially when your daughter's carrying it around. It's kind of people teaching their odd. children. <laughs> but uh, just to kind of get back is, is a spouse being priority number two. It's very, very important that, you know, for for me, that my wife is, she is number two. I know she's number two. She knows she's number two. Um, and we're both perfectly happy and okay with that because that's the way that it was designed. So whenever I take a look at my wife and something that I ask myself, you know, pretty regularly, mm. uh, and I think every every husband should and every man should, is do I make her better? Do I make my wife better? What happens if you can't answer that question? Then you're not making her better. Mm. You know, what steps are you taking to make your wife better in her, not just as maybe a mother to your kids or a wife to you, but in her own personal life? What are you doing to make your wife better? Are you supporting her in her goals and what she wants to achieve? Uh, are you supporting her in her relationship with God, her friendships? Uh, you know, what exactly does that look like you know am i making my wife better is something you know every husband should ask you know pretty regularly at least and be able to, to pinpoint times of yes i am making her better by this or this or this it's not like you're keeping score though no and it's not a keeping score situation Mm-mm. whatsoever it's, but you are supposed to celebrate the good yes. so if you're making her better by doing this and she's enjoying it yeah, document that. <laughs> Absolutely document Because you that. can go back and see, oh, that's when it all started. And that's I, when the moment it was for me. And, and if you are making her better, you will, you'll, you'll, easy, you'll easily be able to see that, yeah, I am making her better. You'll see that she is joyful in what she does and not happy because happy isn't everlasting. But living a joy-filled life is, is she growing in her faith? You know, how, how's her other relationships How's her relationship with her family? How's her relationship with friends? If all of that is really good and it is positive, you're you're doing something right on your end. Yeah. You are, in fact, making her better. Believe it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, you, you're making her better. <laughs> the, the other thing to constantly ask yourself is, do you honor her? Do you make her better? Do you honor her? Explain. By really... Putting her, I hate to say putting her first, but putting her above your own needs, mm-hmm. above your children's needs, above your work needs, above whatever you have going on, just putting her ahead of all of that. Because whenever, if, if you go back to, to Genesis, 
you know, God said a man will leave his husband or leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife where two will become one. Mm-hmm. So her needs are, are your needs. Her wants are your wants. So you have to put those ahead and make sure that she, she's able to achieve those. That's really good powers. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, man, ask yourself those questions. Do I make her better? Do I honor her? Honor her in everything that she does. Meet the needs that she has. You know, the, the needs of a woman, which is, again, something we'll, we'll talk about down the road because that's that's a whole episode worth. But women have specific needs. Christina Aguilera wrote a song about it. What a girl wants. <laughs> Bam. It took you like two seconds, but you got it. <laughs> I, had, I had to think through my my Christina library and my, and my I ex, swear, my we're going to have to start library. videoing all of this because your reactions to some of the things are just priceless. Yeah. What a girl wants. Some genie in a bottle. Some <laughs> okay, dirty. Okay, back to your honoring. <laughs> I don't know any more Christina songs. I think that might be it. But yes, men, honor your wives. <laughs> Ask yourself, do you make her better in everything that she does? But this goes both ways. This yes. isn't just a, man, are you making your, your wife better? Man, are you honoring your wife and everything you do? But, you know, women, you you have something to do, too. Yeah. Well, you have to obviously do, like, the same thing in everything Powers was saying, but vice versa, honestly. I mean, you, most girls are catty. And some things never change. So whatever is going to flow from your heart is going to come out your mouth. So what you are really feeling about somebody when you know you're in the heat of the moment and you're really mad about something. Oh, my God. I didn't mean to say that. Yes, you did. You did. It was in there. So you thought it. It was it was stored. You something happened for you to spew those that word vomit all over the place. Yeah. Because when you down your husband and you have other people to help you do it. Oh my God. It makes my blood boil. And that's that is so important to speak life into your husband. Yes. Speak life even when he doesn't always deserve it. Speak life into him because what you say will eventually start to happen. Yeah. Well, what you say matters, period. Absolutely. But what you're saying about him, it it's even it matters even more. Yes. And what you're saying about him, to him, to your kids, to your mother, to your sister, to your friends, to whoever, it matters what you say. Yeah. So if you're in a, you're just in your girl's day and... You're having a bad day and you just want to let it all out. And if it's something that was your husband did and it just bothered you and you need to get it out and that's it, fine. But what you're saying about your husband when he is not around, it's going, you're going to speak life into him. So keep, keep putting him down. He's going to stay down. Say he's not going to get this or not get that. He's not because you are obviously not thinking that he's worthy enough to get what he needs until you speak life. There's not going to be any change in that man ever. And I will say until when, when he hears about it, and even if you say it, he'll eventually hear about it. When, oh when, yes. Whenever he hears any negativity spoken about him, there's no motivation to change. No, there's no motivation to get better or to improve or, or do anything whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. So everything that you say is matter. The tongue has the power of life and death. And I'm looking at notes. It was like the first time you spoke on the platform at Cultivate Church on a Sunday in a Sunday rotation, not just a individual message. You, you This is when you started doing um, whatever the series is for that month. Right. And this was your first rotation. And, and when... You found out what you were speaking on. I knew this is exactly where God was putting you. And I said, now that you're going to be speaking on marriage for your very first time in the rotation, can you please write that book now? Still fighting that one. Yeah, so I'm still speaking life into him. (laughs) But I'm looking, I mean, I seriously, it's February 9th. 2020 
was the first time it wasn't your first time speaking on the platform it was just your first time speaking in the rotation of the series yeah and speak life into your husband's don't be his mother. He already has one. Exactly. So be his wife. Exactly. My be God. his wife. Mm-hmm. Be his wife. Absolutely. Yep. And husbands, love your wife as Jesus loves the church. And in case you don't know, Jesus gave his life for the church. Oh, plot twist. <laughs> spoiler, Sorry, spoiler alert, alert. <laughs> Sorry about that. can't take that one back but no he, he did he 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 did he gave his life for the church so men it's no different you're gonna give your life for your wife yeah a hundred percent so what you know women what you say and men what you say matters also but you know speak life in, into your husbands and it doesn't go just talking to him or to someone else or to a family member. But another huge one is social media. Do we have to go there? Yeah, we have to go there because I think this is important. Um, because there are times, and we, we've all seen it, where, and, and we saw this you know, a few, a few years ago with, with, with you know, people that someone's husband didn't do something the right way that she thought it should be done. So instead of... Just having a discussion, open, non-judgmental communication with him about this situation that really <laughs> drove her crazy. What was the the better idea than than actually talking to him about it? Oh, let, I know. Yes, let me go to <laughs> Facebook and let me make a post about what a worthless, lazy piece of crap my husband is. Yep, because he'll never see it there. But, no one will ever tell him. And as bad as that is. When you went through and you read the comments, my blood started boiling of all the other women who are just one piling on him about, yeah, boy, what a worthless piece of junk this guy is. He's terrible. Wow. I can't believe he did. You know what? My husband's the exact same way. We should join the worthless piece of junk husband's club. And it just went on and on and on and on. It just didn't stop. It was that January is, 29th of 2021. I saw it and I wrote eight pages of how I wanted to rip them all to shreds. Yes. And we're not going to read that. I wanted to go through the interwebs but it was, and choke all of them when it, when, so uh, they would stop talking. When we take a look at that, that is so negative for your marriage. Mm. And, and, everyone, and that's why I wanted to choke them. And everyone who was, who was piling on, it was not just detrimental to the initial husband and wife, but detrimental to theirs as well because the husbands are eventually going to see it yeah there's this thing called screenshot it's not going to do anything good whatsoever so i mean and here's how they're going to hear about it these these women are not going to think anything about it because obviously their circle of friends are not close enough to that they talk to each other like with your circle of friends your dude bros Mm -hmm. your dude bros are my babes husbands Yep. So if you don't know they're talking about you, I know. Absolutely. Because we laugh about it too. So our circle of friends are so tight that we all pretty much know what's going on in oh, yeah, we do. each of their lives or who's talking about what this week. It's just funny. Like currently, we're all talking about the DNA test because I sent off a spit in a cup and got my DNA back and I'm a elite power athlete and some people are jealous <clears throat> Matthew powers and so everybody else I'm is not. now wanting to see <laughs> then why did you have to spit in the cup because i want to know if i'm mm. an elite power athlete. <laughs> <laughs> see those are the type of things that if you don't know you're talking about your friends are going to tell you oh absolutely they're going to see it you're but my, your friends, they, they, were, not, they might not be your friends, I, but they're friends with your husband and they're going to go, dude, why didn't you, why didn't you take out the trash? Yeah. Well, they, they, I will quickly. Monica is trashing you on social I, media. You should have took out the trash powers. I would quickly get a screenshot. It's like, bro. <laughs> and that exactly. would be it. Just bro. bro. <laughs> it would be nothing bro. else. Like, what? What's your, what's the deal here? <laughs> what's going on? Exactly. Do we need to talk about this? Do we do we need to get together and You need to shut that down, Powers. Yeah. I mean, what, what is going on? Um So they're gonna see it. So whatever you're saying 
and and the and the thing is with the other women that are also just throwing everybody else under the bus. Stop being a Virginia George. You get hit by she the bus. needs that. You all need to get hit by a bus. Stop it. Virginia George. She's Sin is death, and you talking bad about this person's wife. I mean, we're all guilty of it, but I'm not going to take it to social media and talk about somebody because that's us. That's evidence. <laughs> well, but God knows either way. What once it once it's out once on it's there the internet it it doesn't go there. away. It's there. It's there forever. So, you know, honor your spouse. You know, ask yourself that question. Do I make her better? Do I make him better? And by all means, speak life into him. Because your spouse, your spouse should be number two on the list. Very, 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 you know, very high up there. Yeah. So we, we, we saw a couple articles that are seven signs your spouse doesn't make you a priority. And then seven signs your spouse puts you first in a relationship that we'll kind of go through pretty quickly here because there's a lot of there's a lot to relate to this topic when, when it comes to that so let's start with the don't uh the doesn't seven signs your spouse doesn't make you a, a priority does not does not make you a priority the first is they see themselves as independent independent individuals first and a couple second and that Ouch. goes completely against the way god designed marriage going back again where the husband and wife will marry and the two mm -hmm. become one. That's my money. That's not our money. Exactly. Separate bank accounts. That's my money. That's my this. That's mm -hmm. mine. My, well, I my have money. this and he has that. Ah, just, I hear it all the time. And I know that it's a thing. Mm -hmm. I, I've never felt that way. And maybe it's because we've been together since I was 15. Quite a while. I'm officially admitting that I'm 38. <laughs> so we've been together for a very long time. Yes. Practically grew up together. In a way, we, yeah. we literally know everything about each other. Yep. Everything. But and a, a lot of people don't have that luxury. No. And I've been told so many times, I wish I, I, wish I had your marriage. No, you don't. No, you want your you own marriage. You don't want... Our marriage. No, no one should ever want someone else's marriage or someone you, else's I would, relationship. I love the, the admiration is great. I love that you're admiring us, but nobody should be the same. No. What, what, you know, when you look at people like that and you're admiring their relationship, whether it's us or anyone else, you know, anyone that you admire, you definitely want to take pieces of it. Yes. And, and just but make ask, it yours. And just ask the questions. Hey, what are you doing? What do you do about this? What do you think about this? And don't just get the perspective from one person or one couple, but you know, find several people who you may admire and say, okay, they seem like they have it all together, which FYI, none of us do. No. We're, we're not even close to having it, it all It always, together. always looks good on the outside. But if you do have people, you can see their marriage is solid. Ask them the questions. Yeah. Just, hey, what do you do in this situation? And, and get information. We're, we're, you know, when we ask questions and, and try and gain information, we're, we're learning and we're growing whenever we do that. And it may not be easy. It's going to be uncomfortable sometimes. But you don't grow if you're, if you're comfortable. No. You, no. Look, I'm in a season right now. I don't, I, I don't even want to talk about it. But I've had several people say, I have literally watched you in this season, and I'm still going through it. Yes, I don't know when it's going to end. <laughs> when it's going to change? Jesus, I know is trying me. <laughs> I, know, I know you're, you're hoping like tomorrow oh, morning. This 21 day fast is too long. Why did I choose this, God? That was all your fault. But right. I'm going to get better. But yeah. I've had people say I have seen the amount of growth I've seen. Growing is incredible. Yes, it is. But you have to grow together. You do, when it, especially when it comes to your marriage, you have to grow together. You can't look at yourself as individuals. The, the next one was think neither spouse should have to look after the other. Mm. Try to understand each other's thoughts or feelings. Okay, see, th there's there's a little bit of truth there to this for me. Explain. Well, yes, I've said um, none of us are Sookie Stackhouse. This is the, communica the communication factor. But when I read, when I see this, it says, think neither spouse should have to look after each other. Now, here's where it comes in for me. 
I'm not that big of a nurturer. <laughs> no, you're you're most certainly not. <laughs> um. Powers is so loving and giving and will just be there at the drop of a hat. If I want to take a nap and don't want to get off get the kids off the bus today. Powers would have been home early so I could have taken that nap. Absolutely, I would have. There wouldn't have been any question about it. But Yeah. I was, um, what happened? I some, oh, yeah. See, I had surgery. Yes, you did. <clears throat> I was, 20, oh, I'm so glad 2021's over. It's about to be just amazing. 2022 is. Don't, don't, don't say I'm it. not just, saying just it. I'm it just, be. give me a few more weeks and I can use my arm. But when I had the wreck, I was. <laughs> pretty much out of it for two weeks concussion didn't know where i was at who i was talking to i don't remember going to church no you don't remember anything i don't remember squat and <laughs> powers helped me i mean i was in a sling then i couldn't really do anything with my arm because my my shoulder and the nerves and everything were all just stupid and Gee whiz, he even blow dried my hair. He helps me wash my hair. He helps me do everything. Not everything, because there were several times when I would try to help you do things, and you would say no, and then five minutes later, I'd turn around, and you're trying to do the exact thing that I was trying to help you with and you i'm trying to talk about very, very frustrated listen, about it see this is an Kelly individual Clarkson? thing look i am <laughs> shut up listen i am <laughs> okay now you're gonna sing on this episode absolutely oh god no um i'm trying to make you look good here powers just stay with me i'm trying it's all about details you did all of these things for me so once i was to the point where okay i can't feel my arm but i can somewhat use it I was trying to do the best at life that I possibly could. Right? Right. Then Powers <laughs> has a slipped disc in his back over the summer. Oh, that was awful. my God. Yes, you were in a lot of pain. Oh, I, I could hardly walk. It was, it was uh, miserable. I just, oh, I just wanted to just suck it up. Powers is pain. No, like he laid it in the bed. He was the biggest baby overnight. I wouldn't call myself a baby. You were worse than a baby, Matthew Powers. I I had to, oh my God, I had to get up every hour with you. I had to help you move your legs to get up to go to the bathroom. You had to help, I had to help you move your legs to turn over. Yeah. Every hour. So needless to say, my back so, injury that was so difficult and I could not walk or not move, it definitely tested the marriage a little bit. If I could change anything about Matthew Powers, it would be his pain tolerance. Yeah, I'm about a five out of ten. You mean a two and a half. But I was in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. It hurt. Hurt real bad. <laughs> I was so frustrated. I had to go to the attic to find this man some crutches so he could walk around the house. He finally listened to me and I said, Powers, it's your back. You need to go to the chiropractor. I did. And after about three weeks, he he fixed me. Mm-hmm. Three weeks and a lot of it. But it was, it was miserable, which kind of leads us to the next one. <laughs> Lee, the, this is another one, does not make a priority. Leave a spouse to face distress alone. Without like, offering relief or protection. Offering <laughs> relief? Are you kidding me? I was up every freaking hour turning you over like you a are. baby. I'm glad I didn't have to wipe your butt because that would have been a whole nother story. I am not cut out with that for that. No, I know you're not. You're Mm-mm. not a nurturer. It's not. It's, it, it's okay. It's okay. I'm a delegator. I can tell people what to do. And... <laughs> That sounds so terrible, but I'm really good at telling people what to do. And most of the time, the people that I tell what to do are really good at taking directions. So therefore, yes, I'm really good at telling people what to do and delegating. Yes. Number four, (laughs) let a competing person, task or thing take priority over the spouse. I think this one is probably the biggest out of out of any of these. Because I think we we put so many other things above our spouse, especially 
And it goes both ways, but you know, men and their careers. Fantasy they, sports. Oh yeah, the fantasy sports. We we dealt with that one for a while. Yes, I was pissed off for a very long time. I was champion though. I don't care. I know you don't. You care. didn't get any jack squat out of that. I got a pink baseball bat. At least we could say that it's pink. It's not really pink, but we say it's pink because the commissioner who got the bat just to make him feel bad, we said it was pink and it was funny. Is that James? Yes. I hope James is listening. I to hope this. so too. <laughs> The pink bat, but yes, no, I, I, you know, I play fantasy baseball and I enjoy fantasy baseball, but it is definitely not high on the priority list. Mm-hmm. Especially and this was way before it was a. I thought it might have been a two-year back-to-back thing where I was just to the point of Matthew, I need my husband back. Yeah. It was uh, baseball season rolling around. I'm going to lose my husband for six months. Well, I think what got his attention because. There's very few females like me that are, their love for baseball is real. We could talk baseball all day and I'll never get tired of it. Yeah, we could. But I have friends that are like, you lost me in baseball, you know? And I'm okay with that. But if we're talking baseball, I'm I'm in that conversation. But what really got Matthew Powers was when I seriously said, I'm starting to hate baseball. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough, but it was true. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely true. Because when it was baseball season, I didn't have a husband anymore. So there's that communication. Absolutely. Comes and, into play. And hey, you it, got to let them know. It worked. It works. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just does. Uh, lo- it didn't take very long for Powers to go, I'm out. Yep. Like Can't that. do this on anymore, boys. Nope. Bones off when I get home. Absolutely. So, <laughs> and that's something else. Even if it's not just fantasy sports. Or whatever it is. Yeah. If, if it's you know social media or texting or just sports in general. I know sports are such a big thing for guys, especially. Not as every guy's into sports. No, but there are a lot are and there are. What if they play music and they're really just wanting to play their well, it instrument? Is, it is and, that, but there are guys. I think the thing with sports is it consumes people's lives it's a lot it's a lot of time it it, it goes when we talk about priorities it, it, you know god's the foundation then your spouse then your kids and for us it's it's church after that and then everything else yeah and and the, the those you know five and on they can fluctuate from time to time kind of depending on the situation or whatever may be going on but i think for a lot of people with sports if you're a huge baseball fan or a golf fan or a football fan because we're in the south college football is so huge you know, when Alabama and Auburn are playing, that's the only thing in the world that matters. And imagine living and, in a household that's divided. Yeah, well, one and, wins, the other loses, and they don't speak to each other for a minute. No, I, I that's you know, stupid. The, that's dumb. When it comes to sports, though, <laughs> it's it takes priority over church, over your kids, over your spouse, over God. At times, it's, it's football is way more important. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are there are grown men. Grown men who have families and jobs and businesses and all sorts of responsibilities who absolutely lose their mind because an 18-year-old kid didn't do something right on the football field. (laughs) Think about that for a second. They lose their minds to where they scream and yell at their spouse. They punch TVs. Yeah. People get shot over football because a kid did something wrong and you're a grown Man. Yeah. That that makes me think this is this is why number uh six are you on number six? Yeah. Is a problem. Because you know how your spouse is gonna do in a cert- react a certain way. Number act six is idea. act on the idea. You do your thing and I'll do mine. Yeah, that's a problem. Because I don't like how you're about to punch that TV. I'm gonna go ahead and go. Yeah. I'm gonna get out of this situation instead of hey, we really need this. This that's is like- your problem, not mine. Mm-hmm. It is. And that kind of goes on to the, you know, when you talked cultural Christianity earlier, well, you live your truth, I'll live my truth. I, I think this. we have a different, we have a mis, mis, uh, mistaken representation of truth. We uh, Truth is not truth anymore. Truth is only such truth if we want it to be. And that's just not the, you know, truth the is truth. The gospel is the truth. Yes. Truth is truth whether you like it or not. It mm-hmm. is the truth. It doesn't matter how you look at things. If something is factual and if it is true, it's truth. That's just the way it is. It is. It's just the way that it is. And the truth might sting a little bit. Yes. And if it's stung, you probably needed to hear it. 
And the la the last one's pretty pretty good too. Living by this rule, if it's good for me, you need to be okay with it. That just makes me think of that relationship contract. Oh yes, oh yes, episode number two, the yeah. relationship contract. Like that's dumb. It is that's dumb. <laughs> that's dumb. That's dumb. So se seven <laughs> signs you put your spouse first in a relationship. Number one is make emotional connection a priority emotional emotional connection. Do you want to go to a movie and cry with me that's not the kind of emotional we're talking about people no no it's being it, it i think it, vulnerable vulnerable but i think it also derives from passion yeah being passionate about your relationship to where yes you will get emotional about it you're gonna you're gonna fight for it because it's important to you how often do people really fight for their relationship i mean how how often do they like really Really fight for the relationship. It's it's heartbreaking to know. I mean, I've I've been asked this question, and we've talked about this. It it just I didn't know. I didn't know how to handle it. It was an emotional question that kind of irked me when someone asked Monica. I know you're really really good at marriage. And you give people advice and you have your podcast and all this. And you did your small group. That's great and all. But how do you get out of the marriage? Like, oh. Yeah, that's, that's tough. Wow. That's really tough. I, don't, I, I, I didn't even know what to say. Uh, I'm not a person to be without words. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, you most definitely are not. <laughs> Whether you want to hear those words or not. Usually I have something. I saw I have some kind. I mean, I was like, Man, yeah, let's get together. We need to talk. Yeah. You need to, that's, that's a tough I one. need some more information. And it's sad, it's sad to hear it. Yeah. It is. It's sad to see that. But there are so many people who are in that who are just like, I just want out. I just want to get out of it. They don't want to try. They don't, I mean, and maybe they have tried and the... The other, the spouse just, well, that, that's what I was gonna they say. don't there, care. There are a lot of situations where one, one side of it, you have that whole tripod thing where one side of it wants it. They want to fight for it. They'll do whatever it takes to make it work and to make it sex successful. You said sex. <laughs> <laughs> such a child. <laughs> You're such a child. <laughs> I just can't speak. That's what happens when you have these, these late night podcasts. But one side wants to fight for it terribly mm -hmm. and they're doing everything they can to make it work. We're not talking about sex, right? No. <laughs> but the, but the other one just refuses. I'm sorry. I'll come back to him. They just absolutely <laughs> refuse to work on it and try and make it work. And, that, and that's, that happens. That happens a lot. Yeah. It happens a whole lot. The second thing is take time to know and care about each other's thoughts and feelings. You actually care. Oh my God. You want to know. Yes. You want to find out about what they're thinking, what they're feeling. You want to know everything about mm -hmm. them. We've, I've said this many times, but I get so excited when it's time for you to get off work. Yes. Most of the time we text during the day. Maybe a phone call if you're going to get a smoothie. Yep. But... I'm not going to bother you at work. I'll send you a message. If it's serious, I will give you a phone call and you'll know, oh, something's up. But I get so excited because that's when I really get to talk to you. Yep. And it's a highlight of my day because everything you did during the day that I don't know about, I can't wait to hear about. No, it's true because there's, there's that want. Mm-hmm. Is we want to know about each other's day, what we're feeling, how the day was, what's going on. Is there anything we can help with? You know, is there any feedback we can give? Is there any assistance we can we can give with that? I love this. Uh, the number four. We're gonna skip over number three for now. Mm. Talk to each other first, not second, not third, not fourth. When there's something to tell. Yes. Goes right back to that. Talk to each other first. That that probably should be number one. I mean, it's, not that these are in order, but these are these are things that are make it a priority. It's incredibly important. Just like we say with with prayer, oftentimes prayer we treat as a last resort and yeah. not a first response. Your spouse should be the first person you go to 
Because they're not your number two, because you should have already talked to God about it. Absolutely, you should. I mean, that's that's should be number one. Mm -hmm. I mean, anything, honestly, that is remotely exciting to me, and it takes a lot for me to get excited about anything. (laughs) I mean, it's not like I'm emotional, emotionless or something, but I feel like I would say, yeah, figures (laughs) kind of world now. A little bit. Should have known. And that's but when I get excited about something, it's either a text to Matthew going, hey, give me a call. Mm-hmm. It's usually when it's something like that. Or when I get a message from you, hey, baby, you got a second? It's a right away. And then, blah, 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 whatever we're talking whatever, about. Whatever. whatever it is. I'm like, oh, my gosh. You uh, know, it just, it typically all it jacks each other up. It does. And it all goes Oh my God, that's so exciting. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Just talking. Mm-hmm. All goes back to talking. I mean, really, as you kind of look to this list, it all goes back to just having conversations and talking with each other, which is something we have said really from the get-go. I think that's a common theme in every single episode almost is you got to talk. Communication. You, you got to be able to talk to each other. Just so the the last couple here, you know, respect that they're, that the respect what your spouse may think, feel, or, ex- or that they will think, feel, or experience things differently. They might not have the same thoughts about something that you will. Oh, gosh. We, and we that's have, okay. Yeah, we have different mindsets on a lot of things. We do. And that's okay. Yeah. They, but it's not like it's a something that's going to go into a divorce. No. but Because we respect each other enough to not overstep those boundaries of what yeah i mean i can't think of anything right now like that might be well i i you know not for us worship would be a big one that we experience differently yeah we do and and that's and that's okay it's okay because everybody's everybody worships different yes but looking at the world we're in right now and the awful political climate we're in that that causes divorces now yeah well, I voted for this guy. You voted for this guy. We can't be married anymore. Mm-hmm. You think this way about this topic. I think this way. We can't be married. We can't talk with it's the, you know, your truth. My truth is I believe this way and this is the right way. You believe this way. You are wrong. You are bad. You are terrible. You are stupid. We can no longer associate with each other. You know what's sad? No one is as hardcore on the word of God as they like are they are politics no. or a football game or this or that because it's sad because our eternity is on the line but you're too worried about what that 18 year old player on that field could not accomplish or we're way more concerned about who the next president is going to be guess what in four or eight years it does there's going to be a different matter. one and four to eight years, there's going to be another one. And, if and it, there's going to be another one. And there's going to be another one. And there's going to be another one. And if you are anywhere remotely close thinking that you are a hardcore dead set Christian, but yet you you tell people how wrong they are all the time, if you're not spitting out love out of your mouth the way you talk to people, that's not love. No, it's not love. That's Je- not Jesus. Jesus. Jesus even says, love each other. Love each other just as I have loved you. We have we have to love each other. It all come it all comes down down to love. That got my fired up power. Oh, I'm it sorry, did. but it, but it's it, true. It's just it, a, it's, it's just something that gets under my skin because I hate knowing that people are losing a relationship or don't even speak to each other for a couple of days because one person thinks they're right and the other thinks they're right, but yet they're going to bed when this they're going to bed in separate rooms. Yeah, because. They both couldn't agree. Yeah, it, it's it's not it's not healthy. It's not good um, at all. It is putting politics or football, since those are kind of the two main things we're, we're looking at. But it's so many things. It's putting the Put, putting culture pri- first. Putting that priority over your spouse. I mean, if football is your foundation, football is only how many months out of the year? Yeah, from what August to. First of January, end of yeah. August, first of January. And guess what? All these players typically change. There's new ones that come in in each year. Yeah. But our God is never ending, always the same, today, tomorrow, and forever. Yeah. 
that football player, they they don't know you. They might, and, yes, and, and, and they're and, not going to hear you when you're screaming at them through the TV. And honestly, they don't care about you. No. Yeah, thank you, fan. I don't care. I'm getting my stuff done over here because they, this they, is what I wanted to do. Don't care if you're cheering for them or not or a fan of them or not. They just don't. But, you know, God does. Your spouse does. Mm-hmm. Your family does. Your friends do. A lot, a lot of people do. So. Priorities. Priorities. It's all about priorities just to kind of wrap up because we're getting a little long on this one how would you always say we're running long what is considered running long now it could be a lot of different things (laughs) that's what she said (laughs) i am a child at night absolutely (laughs) so what's number three number three priority your kids Number three. Number three. Not two or one. Because those kids are going to leave your house. We're hoping our son does. He's going to be here forever. He's going to live in the basement forever. He loves us so much. He's never going anywhere. But don't, don't sacrifice your marriage for your kids. Just don't. Yeah. Don't ever sacrifice your marriage for kids. You know, we love our kids and so incredibly much and we're going to do anything in the world for them yeah but we're not going to sacrifice us for for them no because even if we've talked all the way like you're driving home we've talked that entire way for you to come home and there have been times where we talked the entire time and you literally i hear the garage door open and i'm like hey i'm pulling in (laughs) and now well you come right upstairs and we just completely pick up the conversation where we left off you give me a kiss and a hug and the kids want to do their little thing every time they see you and then we pick right back up into conversation and then they typically try to break that conversation up but we are hardcore into when mommy and daddy finish talking yes we absolutely need to finish this they need to see that we put each other first yeah because that's something that will last forever yeah. for them They'll they're see, not gonna forget it hey this is what a marriage is supposed to look like they will eventually get it they will even though we say it, it every day absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely so so god spouse kids church everything else preach pasta everything else it's a it's a priority if you really want to make changes it's you know getting the priorities together and all that we you know, we say this oh god spouse kids church everything else that it's it's so easy to say everything is and i would say even for us we will sometimes get these mixed up and and one move out of place to the other one but if it whenever that happens it it doesn't happen long no it's pretty it's pretty quick for us to but be that number one that. never changes no that's that's that ever that's, that is our non-negotiable mm-hmm it will never change. Because if something happens where you are out of town, that means the kids become my number two. Yeah. Yeah, they do. And if I'm out of town, the kids become number two. Yeah. There, there Those are. are situations that when that happens, you have to come, once that you get back to a normal routine, it just works itself out. Why? Because your foundation is firm. It is rock solid, baby. <laughs> Rock solid. Yep. I got nothing else. I was going to say, you got anything else? I could have gone through some other notes, but I didn't. Well, we'll save those for, for another day. Okay. So, <laughs> not, not, not tonight. It's, uh, you know, we're getting later and later and later and later on the on the show and on the episode and all Sorry, that. Sorry, Gigi, if she's even still listening. I'm sure she is. I mean, we've made her cut her podcast in half she probably hasn't caught up yet she's our number one fan <laughs> I, think, I think she might be the only fan now she's our number one fan but no if you if you are listening and you're enjoying please definitely go download it like it leave us a review that's how that's how people will find us oh shout out to singapore oh it's Sing- what the heck yeah who knew? Singapore, New Zealand, Australia. Listen, I, I don't, We've got some new countries listening in. We've got all those I, little demographics. It's like, I still what? don't know what we've done in Germany. Yes. Thank you, Germany. But man, the, what? the, the Germans, they mm-hmm. love us. Yeah. I'm okay with that. <laughs> the Germans are good. There's a this. lot of stuff going on in London. Yeah. It's kind of kind of crazy, kind of cool to see. Um, Canada. Stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, what was that all of it? 
I think so. I feel like I'm leaving somebody out. I'm sure there are. Netherlands. Right? The Netherlands were on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, India. Japan. 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 That's so cool. It is. But yeah, Germans, the, the Germany people are huge fans. But no, if you if you enjoy the show, if it's helped you at all, you know, please leave us a review because that's that's the best way for people to find us. Um, all on the social media is trying to become more engaging on there and talk with we people. Just, we just we don't want anyone we don't want to be famous. No. I still want to go to Walmart without my makeup on. Yeah, absolutely. We <laughs> I just, just want to go and make Jesus famous. Yes, and if this can help somebody, that's that's all it's about. Is if it can help just one person and one couple and one marriage, all this is that's worth all it. that matters. All the time and all the effort and everything that we do for it. All, if one if one couple's helped, Amen. We did good with that. Yep. So absolutely, that's the good stuff. So pray us out, powers. You gonna pray us out, powers? I am going to pray us out. Technical difficulties? Imagine that. <laughs> God, we love you, man. Thank you so much for just the opportunity. And we just pray for, for everyone who listens, um, just everyone who ever comes across this podcast, that they will they'll honor you, they will love you, that they will be able to put you as the foundation in their life, in their marriage, in everything that, that they do. And God, we pray that you'll get all the glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Lay ball. Amen.